<laughs> welcome. welcome 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 back we're here <laughs> so what are we talking about today amanda um fuzzy friends our furry friends well and, and well they're not all furries some are feathered um and none of them are really friends at least mine are not okay <laughs> Spirit animals. Woo! Animal totems. Animal symbolism. Animal energies. Magic. Whichever way you want to put it. Oh, oh, it's magic. You know. It didn't go. It didn't go. It didn't jive. Who? I'll go first. You want me to? You go. You go first. If my Michael stand up, it's standing on its third leg. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, you're not. I'm not. (laughs) Tell me. Yeah, tell me about your slippers. They smell bad and I need to put them in the washing machine. Oh, God, yeah, my slippers are real bad, too. I just wear them outside and we get all wet and they stink. Or and Leonard the, steals them and he licks them. In the mud. Ew, Leonard. I know. He's nasty. <laughs> at least he doesn't poop in them. Don't look at me like you might have pooped in your no, slippers. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. How I'd be so mad. Cassandra, we're talking about spirit animals and such. It was a dark and spooky night. About 11 o'clock, I want to say. Maybe it was one in the morning. I don't know. But it was you and me and Sophia hanging out. And we had a big fire going. And we were telling witchy spooky stories and how we wanted to go explore and there's this it looks like it used to be an old old folks home yeah it was you could tell that it was because i couldn't find any information on about it online i just knew that it was abandoned and so it's right up the road from me we took a walk and we're standing there peeping in the windows. We found one that we could get into. Most of them were boarded up, but they definitely forgot about this one or they just like pulled it down. Probably homeless people. I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised. We're standing there trying to work up our courage. Like, we're going to go in. We're going to go in this creepy place. Like, yelling in the windows a little bit. And then all of a sudden, we started hearing these owls everywhere like all around us in the woods behind this building never heard so many owls in my entire life it was like big ones and small ones yeah it wasn't in a full moon they were having a meeting they're talking about there's these witches that are going into this building they were they were having a meeting all around us there was a ton of them i've never experienced anything like that before or they were warning us they could have been. They were like, no, no. Or just pay attention. Boop, boop, boop. 
See what's really there. <laughs> There's something about them. Big eyes yeah. that don't move. That's they why just they move, move their head. Yeah. The Native Americans thought of them as the moon eagles. Moon eagles. Yeah, they're associated with the moon since they fly at night. Mm. Then eagles are, you know, during the day and associated with the sun. I thought that was neat. That is neat. I like that. Moon eagles. The owl as a spirit animal or totem is emblematic of a deep connection with wisdom and intuitive knowledge. Basically, like... Seeing through all the bullshit. Okay. Using your intuition, seeing beyond illusions and deceit. You can't, you can't pull the wool over my owl eyes. Cause they're big. When you see an owl, like it's associated with death in a lot of cultures, but this doesn't mm. necessarily mean like death as in you're gonna die or somebody close to you is going to die. There are a few cultures that do believe it that way. But I interpret this as death of a perspective. Oh, that's almost similar to the death tarot card. The goddess of wisdom, Athena, uh, was often represented as an owl. And the Romans believed also that if an owl sat atop of a public building and hooted, it meant the death of a public figure. Oh. Yes. I thought that was neat. Um, They're associated with departed souls visiting and guiding you. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And witches would often take an owl as a spirit guide said that you can place an owl feather on a pillow while someone is sleeping and that person may reveal all of their secrets in their sleep oh my especially if they're a sleep talker there you go you have it you heard it here (laughs) now just go find yourself an owl feather yeah i need to find one I'm going to learn everybody's secrets. (laughs) (laughs) What you got for me today? Yes, tell us your secrets. How many times do you wipe after you poop? (laughs) (laughs) So last night I didn't sleep really well. And I was trying to meditate on the owl to gather some insight. I was like, well, maybe I'll just have something come to me. Like maybe an owl will come to me in my dreams. Or I can at least, you know, relax my brain enough to like just focus on them. Well, once I closed my eyes, like, you know, I don't know if you see this too, but when I close my eyes, especially at night, and I start doing the deep breathing exercises where I breathe in deeply through my mouth and out through my nose, and then the colors start to swirl, like, Mm -hmm. my eyelids, and they'll, like, start forming shapes and pictures, and, like, sometimes very vivid pictures that's, like you're looking at a scene or a photograph yep well i was doing that last night and i was trying to picture an owl right no i was looking at an alien face oh fuck like big eyes and i couldn't change it into an owl no matter how hard i was trying to fight it like it it was the size of your face in front of my face 
and it was just staring at me and giving me this eerie vibe. Ew. Yeah, and I would, like, even open my eyes, and I'd sit up, I, I went pee, and, like, I got a drink of water, I had my big jug of ice water, I was like, maybe I just need to hydrate, you know, and i focus some more. Well, I did it again, and after, you know, a few minutes, and the color started to swirl and take shape, it was a different alien, it was the same kind of alien, but it was a different one, like, it had a slightly different facial structure or like its cheekbones were a little bit higher than the other ones and I was like okay um I couldn't shake it I couldn't change it it weirded me out and then I started thinking about how what is it the fourth kind I was just the fifth kind the fifth I was kind? just gonna say that they always associate like the visits um when these people were visited by aliens it was preceded by an owl or they would have a dream about an owl that yeah. night, and then all of a sudden it would start flooding back to them when I really started to think about that dream of an owl. Mm-hmm. And that's not the only, like, movie or writings that's depicted aliens and owls. No. And I wasn't even thinking about aliens at all. I was thinking about animals. I was spirit like, oh, animals. Cool. Yeah, spirit animals. I'm not going to talk about extraterrestrials. Not today. Well... I am. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's yeah. It's just interestingly common for owls to be brought up in alien abductee stories. There's a Vice article that I read, and you guys can read it for yourselves. Um, look up the Vice article for UFO hunters. The owls really aren't what they seem. I recommend it. And mm, it, I'm going to have to read that. And he talks about this book where he's collected a bunch of stories. I can't remember the guy's name. I'm really bad with names, but it's a good article, and it'll give you more information on that. It's weird. Hmm. That's creepy. Maybe that's why owls kind of creep you out a little bit, you know? They just have that weird vibe. One of the stories I do remember is this guy was saying that he felt compelled like in the middle of the night to just go outside like go walk by to the barn or something like he just had to go outside and he took like three steps out of his front door into his driveway and there's an owl that's bigger than a normal owl he said it was like four or five feet tall oh my god that would be terrifying and just staring him down just wanted to look in his eyes and that's all he can remember ew yeah ew interesting I don't like it. So I wonder if they disguise themselves as owls, and maybe that's what was going on in my brain last night. Like, when I was trying to meditate. When we were out there, we were really surrounded by aliens. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what Not again. Do, what do you do? <laughs> you don't do a fucking thing. <laughs> what? I've had dreams of aliens before, like when I was pregnant with Emma, where there were five of them. And like, I, re- I vividly remember, like, I'd get up to go pee in the middle of the night. I always do this. I always have done this. But I got up to go pee, and, like, the moon was shining really bright. And I walked into the bedroom and I used my stool to get up on my bed because it was too high and my belly was really big. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and it like launched myself. And then, so I was laying on my back and there were these like five 
little gray aliens, kind of like the one that I was picturing last night. And I was just like, oh, hey, <laughs> what's up? And they were talking to me, telling me, like, it's okay. But it was, like, through my sinuses. And then they stuck a needle. They were like, oh, we're just going to check on your baby. Like, not speaking words, but just communicating. And they stuck a needle in the top of my belly, like, right underneath my rib cage. I have a little bump there. Like you do. scar. Yeah, you've shown it to me. It's weird. But I don't remember any owls from that. I don't know. It was just weird that that came back up while I was doing this. So if you have, if you connect with the owl, the owl's your spirit guide. It's really an alien. (laughs) It's an alien. Look through the illusion. Open your eye. Your third eye. Ew. I have another owl story. Go for it. First I'm going to tell you a joke. Okay. <laughs> well, why do owls never go courting in the rain? Why? It's too wet to woo. <laughs> well, I mean that's kind of contradictory. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you have to woo before you get wet. <laughs> If it's already wet, she's probably a hoe. <laughs> you don't want the owl anyway. Oh, funny. What's an owl's favorite rock band? The Who. Yeah! Oh, that's awesome. Um, I have another story about the owls, so, so, I was waiting for the bus, and I believe I was in middle school. This one also ties to alien stuff, though. Weird. Okay. Um, it was before I moved to Arizona, so I was probably 15, 14, 13, whatever doesn't matter anyway I was waiting for the bus and I would wait for the bus really early in the morning so I think this yeah don't do that stop it okay well (laughs) I was waiting for the bus really early in the morning I think it was like 6 40 it was still dark out and the house that I lived in had this big privacy fence on both sides of the driveway. And then on the other side of the road, there are these really tall, straight pine trees all planted in a row. And we had a neighbor's driveway that went straight back from there to the lake. Well, there were two owls and they were sitting on either side of the neighbor's driveway up in the trees. And they were hooting back and forth to each other like communicating and I remember just being like so amazed I was like that is so cool like they're talking to each other about something like I wonder what they're saying and then all of a sudden there was this weird rumbling sound it was it was like a big sheet of metal like a huge sheet of metal. Like, if you were to take one in and I was to take the other, we would just wiggle it, like how they would do in plays for thunder. Okay. But I could hear where it started and where it 
ended above me, but I couldn't see anything above me. And I remember hearing it come from the lake and go over my head, but it sounded really low. Like it was only a few feet above my head. And then it went over the house and back over the horse pasture and into the woods that way. Ew. And then the owls were gone. Like I didn't hear him after that, but it was so loud. And it definitely wasn't a thunderstorm. Thunderstorms don't really sound like that. Like, that's something that you would use as a prop in a play. Right. And it doesn't travel quite the way you explained it either. And so, like, thinking about it and thinking about it, my conclusion was a UFO with a stealth on. Just fly above my head. Maybe the aliens were sitting in the trees. I didn't even correlate the owls before that, but I remember them so vividly. And I'm... Their little hoos back and forth. I thought it was cute. It wasn't so cute after that weird rumble went over me. I was like, what the fuck was that? Anyway. Ew. I don't like that. That shit freaks me out. Yeah. That was interesting. Moon eagles. Moon eagles. My story's not quite like yours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. But, no, that, don't, why? (laughs) Um, so I'm going to tell you about some stories that I have about bears. Bears. Of the rest of my animals, I only have one encounter with, but for the bear, I have several. <laughs> Met a lot of bears. So I used to ride my bike down the road. Like I lived kind of in the middle of the woods and my aunt and uncle had a house maybe like a mile or two down the road, this dirt road. And their house was at the bottom of this really big hill. We used to go sledding down it in the winter time. And I mean, it's just this huge steep hill and you would have to like, I used to walk my bike down the hill because when you're riding your bike in the dirt and you're going really fast yeah you just start getting out of control right well you certainly can't well maybe you could but i could not ride my bike up that hill and i remember my mom calling (laughs) she put this on me she did this to me mom hear that i know you did this um she had called and she was like, "You better get your butt home because it was starting to be dusky out." And she's like, "You're the gonna bears end up are coming out." Yeah, she's like, "You're gonna end up running into a bear." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and left when I wanted to anyway. And it was like right before it got dark, so I had to haul ass and I like run walked my bike all the way up this hill. And I got like over the crest of the hill and this mama bear and two cubs come out of the woods crossing the road and I just know I saw him and then I pedaled down the hill (laughs) (laughs) on my bike trying not to fly off into the swamp you know oh shit yeah I was not happy about that I was like (laughs) no (laughs) they can run fast they can run up to 35 miles an hour 40 I was probably going 40 miles an hour on my bike. I was terrified. I made my mom come pick me up. I called her and was like, I ran. There was a bear. She's like, I told you. You did this to me. (laughs) You put this on me. Yeah, so I left my bike there and my mom came and picked me up. It was really scary. And then there was another time I was just out in in my driveway 
you know, the driveway kind of went back into the woods a little bit. There's like a big corner and the house was kind of tucked back there in the woods. And I was doing jump rope and all of a sudden this fucking bear comes crashing out of the damn woods and that's why I have this huge scar on my knee. It's such a bad... This one. It's such a bad... It's such a bad one. Oh, yeah. No, it's one that I've I've had ever since then because I ran, was going to run down the driveway back to the house and... I fell, tripped over the jump rope, and I got a rock stuck in my knee. My mom was, like, picking gravel out of my knees. Like, I fell, but I didn't care. I was just like, oh, bear! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, so that was scary. And then, yeah, and then I was sitting on the porch with my dad one time, and I was, like, hearing this noise in the woods, and I was like, Dad, do you hear that? And he looks at me, and he just does his mustache wiggle thing, and he's like, meh. No, Dad, really, there's something out in the woods. And he's like, it's a deer. I'm like, no, it's bigger than a deer. I'm like, it sounds like a bear crashing through the woods. By now, I know what this sounds like. And then, sure enough, a couple minutes later, here comes a freaking bear right towards us out of the woods in front of the freaking porch. And I run inside, and my dad's just laughing at me. And he's like, you know, I have a gun, right? It's fine. I'm like, no, it's scary. <laughs> but probably by far the scariest experience I had meeting a bear is I was being really naughty, a very naughty child. And I rode my bike on the trail all the way to Ojibwa. Oh. <laughs> like, just went over that bridge on the trail. Ride my bike to the gas station to meet my cousins, being not a child, even though I wasn't supposed to. And a baby bear came out, ran into my front bike tire. Into the spokes? Into, yeah. Into my tire. Oh. It ran into me. The baby bear? It fucking ran into me. <laughs> <laughs> he was just running. He's been a naughty child, too. He was. But I'm like, I know that if there's mom's a baby, there. mom's around. And it was a good distance still to the gas station. I fucking hauled ass to the gas station. And nobody believed me. <laughs> no, that fucking happened. The ba- a baby bear ran into my front tire of my bike. It just... I was just, I remember just pedaling along, pedaling along, looking down, you know, and then just this black, big fuzzball, boop, into my front tire, and I'm like, oh my god. You should have picked it up and biked away with it. No. <laughs> Hell no. Rage that bear is your own. <laughs> I have three baby bears. Um, so bear symbolism if you want to look into that uh, the message from the bear really is to stay true to yourself and to provide you with the strength when you're feeling weak or helpless the bear represents taking control of your life uh, being a leader not only for yourself but also to help guide others the bear reminds you to stay firm and grounded gives you the power and courage to overcome hardships And those with like a bear spirit or that kind of bear energy have a very special kind of bravery within them. It's rooted very deep, even though it may not always be visible on the surface. It's always there because if you think about it, many kinds of animals in the animal kingdom, they will sacrifice themselves for their young. But not very many of them are as fearless or ferocious as mama bears. They will fuck you up. Yep. 
<laughs> that's that's all there is to that. But the bear spirit also needs cave time. Needs to hibernate and have time for some self-examination and find their own truth. You know, resting of the spirit. Bear, people with that kind of bear spirit, they need that as well. They also tend to live their lives with humor and honor. They're goofy and playful. Like they'll play in your hammocks and in your pool and you can see them out playing around in the fields and they're so cute. They are. They're very playful. But they will very fiercely protect the people in their circle. Like, be careful. They bear people with the bear spirit also have like a boiling hot temper, especially when it comes to the people closest to them. So, take away. Don't just don't piss them off. <laughs> Bad idea. You can call on bear energy to help you when you need. Help letting go of what holds you back. Um, And when you need help facing troubled times with confidence and stride. Or when you could use some grounding, solitude, or balance. If you have a dream about a bear. So if you dream about a baby bear. That usually means innocence. Something that needs protecting. If you dream about a mama bear that is the protector it means to put your guard up or it could symbolize a deep connection with maternal ancestors dreaming of a black bear suggests that you need to face difficult situations head-on tap into your inner strength to give you courage dreaming about a grizzly bear means you need to be aware of your temper or your aggressive reactions if you dream about a koala bear that could mean you need some time to recuperate and stay healthy because koala bears like sleep 23 out of 24 hours a day or some shit. And they only eat one food. That's why they have to sleep so much because they're dumb. They're dumb. If <laughs> you dream like, about a koala bear, you're probably just a stupid idiot. I think they have pronged penises too. Or Ew. Like double pen- yeah. They're weird. I'm not a fan of koalas. I mean, gross. <laughs> they're aliens. <laughs> they have. They're part alien. It's their penis. Their <laughs> penis is part alien. <laughs> there were tentacles everywhere. Ew. <laughs> Weird pronged tentacle penises. Panda bears, though, they're an omen of good luck and prosperity. They are. And polar bears represent success, clarity, and simplicity. So key words on bear symbolism... Bravery, truth, humor, playfulness, power, and a warrior spirit. Nipple dippers. <gasps> nipple dippers keep you from having those itchy nipples. When I was a kid, I had a horse, and I used to take, you know, take her down the dirt road that we lived on, and there was a beaver pond, and it was a pretty big beaver pond where they had dammed it off. And right before I got to it, like, we were running. And all of a sudden, there was this big, short, like, wide creature running super fast on its short little legs. Ew. It, like, ran out from the side of the woods towards me on my horse. She jumped back and, like, started backstepping and I'm snorting. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, it's a badger. 
Those things are fucking mean. They can be. Yeah, they can definitely be yeah. mean. They're very protective. They're they don't like to socialize. They don't like other creatures. Um but it just I don't know, it went on his merry way and I ended up following it and just watching it run for a while and laughing at it running. <laughs> <laughs> when some Saudis started stop snorting and stuff, like we were okay, we we're good to go. But yeah, I just thought that was really neat. I've never seen a badger. Like Wisconsin's a badger state. It, that's not necessarily because of the animal, though. Even though we have them, it's because people used to dig down in holes and like stay in these little holes in the ground. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The whole people. Yeah, they call them badgers. Um, I don't know why they did that. I don't remember. It was just something I read and I just thought about spitting that out. I don't know. It seems silly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I've never seen a badger. Have you ever seen a badger? No. It's the only time I've ever seen one. Mm -mm. But it was really cute. It was really fast. It's really short. Like a pancake with legs. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> a fuzzy pancake. Like seeing a badger can mean big advancements in self-mastery. Like if you're having a hard time controlling yourself or if you're kind of weak-willed or just weak-willed in a certain area, like drawing upon that badger energy will help you. And just, you know, to be more resourceful. Okay. And using your own intuition and, like, you know what's right to do. So focus on that and just keep working on it. Um, They're very patient and persistent. They can be ferocious, especially if you threaten their family or their friends. Sure. That kind of reminded me of Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> she just be ferocious. <laughs> Badger energy. <laughs> she encourages you to just go for it. Big, strong star energy right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow your path. Stay true to yourself and stay grounded. Like, focusing on your goals. Self-reliance through individuality. Just be you. Doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I don't care what that bear's doing over there. <laughs> yeah. The bear's digging in the garbage. I'm just not caring over here. I'm gonna go eat some grubs. Yep. They're aggressive, but level headed about it. So they're not gonna just like seek you out and attack you. It's if you're threatening them. Sure. Like if you're trying to dig in their hole. Hmm. Don't dig in animals. Yeah, stick your face in that beaver hole over there. (laughs) Stick your face in this beaver hole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why does it always turn into that? Oh, no. Oh, man. So, yeah, they're like... Level-headed. Um, <laughs> they fight when they need to, and no one to back down and like or heal if they've gotten hurt. They'll step away and they'll take time for themselves. They're not gonna keep fighting until they're dead. Sure. Um, 
It gets straight to the point. Stick your face in this beaver hole. No buttering up. Did I already say that? I feel like I did. Mm -mm. I didn't? No. Oh. Well, yeah. They get straight to the point. You can't butter them up. Mm. Well, they don't butter you up either. They're not gonna be like, oh, well, I really like this, but you need to work on this. They're gonna be like, that fucking sucked and you need to fix it. <laughs> Jenny, are you listening? <laughs> are you a fucking badger? Oh, <laughs> He's like my guys, guys. That's why I thought I had already read it, because I skipped down to, like, don't cross the line with their friends or family. Mm. Like, they're very protective of them. They're associated with fae and plant spirits. Oh, uh-huh. that's cool. And here's uh, some different cultures and their beliefs about them. So the Native Americans believe that they're good luck and they have a great potential for creativity. The badger appears to help strengthen willpower. The Celts, or the Celtics, their interpretation of the badger, you're going to like this, they call them Brock. They're brave. They have an unyielding resolve. The Welsh had a story of Rhiannon, and they speak of a badger that's coming as a dream guide to help pull court Rhiannon. Oh. I never heard that part of the story. Me like, either. Hearing a badger may be a bad omen, so they it's kind of like... What do they sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. If I hear that, I might shit my pants. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, but I'm going to look it up right oh, now. Oh, you just... <laughs> okay, play a badger sound. Let's hear it. I have to <laughs> That was just like, it was coming out of me when you were like, what do they sound like? I'm like, should I do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Play as a badger sound. I want because I need to know if there's a bad omen happening. Oh, they grunt too. Don't listen to that ad. They're not paying us. Fuck you, Domino's. Sound like a pig crow. It's when they do that, like. (laughs) (laughs) We should play that when we pick up the kids. (laughs) Play it really loud. I find it funny now, but if I heard that when I was in the woods. Uh-uh. <laughs> what the f- Well, now you all know what a badger sounds like, and if you hear that, it's a bad omen. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> you weren't far off. It was close enough. That's what I imagined. 
Oh, there's two bears duking it out. Of them. <laughs> yep. I usually hear them like snort more than like a roar. So badger teeth have been used um, by the the Celtics is is as. These badger teeth for good fortune, like they'll wear it around their neck and stuff. It's lucky if you take them into a casino, you're supposed to win a lot of money. Mm. Um, they also used badger hair as an amulet against witchcraft. Oh my. Yeah, badger hair. Well, I have a pretty funny story for you. Yay. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Did the chair break again? Did it? Did it? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my begonias. What's wrong with your begonias? Nothing. No, that fucking chair. Okay. <laughs> no, I have a funny story for you. Um, I met a skunk one time when I lived in Trigo. I was sitting out on the front porch with Matthew and I lived in a duplex with my cousin, Jenny. And she has this little Shih Tzu dog named Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, so he's like fuzzy and he's got this fuzzy tail and he's black and white. And we were sitting out there after dark, hanging out, having some bears. Beers, not bears. It's beers, B-E-E-R, not B-E-A-R. Sorry, the burps. We're sitting out there and I knew that Jenny was inside, you know, settling down for the night, and I have very poor eyesight. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I looked, I looked over, and running down the driveway is this little black and white fluff ball, and I was like, Wyatt, what are you doing out here? Wyatt, come here. Wyatt and he wasn't listening to me so I was like what the fuck does Jenny know you're out here and so I started chasing him because I thought it was the dog <laughs> and all of a sudden I I get close enough to see what it actually is and it had its ass pointed straight the fuck at me and I was like oh my god that's not Wyatt it's a because I'm like running back to the porch and Matt is just dying. He's <laughs> dying. Did he see what it was? Yeah. And he didn't see anything? Like, oh, that's not why I just let her get squirted. Squirted. 
I think he realized it probably the same time I did, and he's just laughing. Here I'm chasing around a fucking skunk, and thinking it's thinking it's Jenny's dog Wyatt, the little Shih Tzu. I ran so fast because I'm like, please don't spray me. You must not have. No, no, he did not. Um, he's like, what? Who does this bitch think I am? Oh my god. I actually have a badger fact for you because I thought it was super interesting and I did not know this. So most badgers are solitary animals. They don't like other animals, but they are, and they are mostly carnivores. Um, but they will actually team up with other animals to increase the success of a hunt. Oh. They are known to pair up with coyotes. So the coyote brings the chase and the speed, and the badger prevents small game from hiding in holes or homes, and they work together. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that neat? That's neat. So the message from the skunk is um, judgment, awareness, valor, and balance. The skunk suggests protection and defense. Um, but don't use your resources to attack or lash out unless it's absolutely necessary. Because skunks, it takes them weeks to, like, build up their spray. So they don't use it if they don't have to, which is probably the only reason I did not get sprayed. <laughs> but they were like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm you. <laughs> you better, you better. better use my butthole. I'm not going in that house. I'm not Wyatt. <laughs> Look at my dirt star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chocolate starfish. And hot dog flavored water. Yep. That's come up a few times. (laughs) Weird. So those who have a skunk spirit about them, they demand respect. They tend to respect the boundaries of others. So they expect the same and they demand the same in return. They tend to be very assertive. They face challenges and hardship with a calm and collected approach yet they aren't afraid to send a message or a warning when they feel disrespected though their blows are not usually lethal they tend to win battles with confidence and standing their ground so you can call on a skunk call on skunk energy for matters of defense justice and respect when you need to be assertive without boasting a big ego Skunks tend to be well-respected in the forest with their distinct markings and odor. Therefore, they live pretty peacefully in the woods without much harassment from predators. (laughs) So call on the skunk if you need some creep to leave you alone or for someone to respect your boundaries. Also, you can call on the skunk when you need help reading and using your own energy along with the energy of others to work towards your goals. They're very aware of what's going on around them. So if you dream about a skunk, it could mean that you've been driving people away or suppressing anger to the point you're on the brink of explosion. Or maybe they're there because they want to inspire you to take the high road. They encourage you to express your true feelings when you disagree. Express. Express. Like spray? Expressing their plans? I'm going to express my glands to you now. (laughs) (laughs) Or they could be saying, hey, you need to address your fears so that you can move forward with some dignity. So keywords on skunk symbolism are courage, 
assertiveness, respect, balance, calm, aware, intuitive, uh, defense, protection, and boundaries. 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 Yay, skunk. <laughs> respect my boundaries or you will see my butthole. And then you will see <laughs> the flame coming out of my butthole. Do you know skunks eat wasps? Yeah, I and didn't know that. They're immune to snake venom. I didn't know that. So they eat poisonous snakes too. I love them. Isn't that cool? They eat poisonous snakes. Oh, and their spray is actually flammable. Ooh. Maybe that's where the hey, put the lighter to my butt came from. If you do that to a skunk, you're in trouble. <laughs> so bats are are forecasters, predicting, deciphering aiding in decision making um the native americans believe them to be connected to life water fertility and death and they're a harbinger of rain Mm. and they also called them trickster spirits oh tricksters if a bat comes up in your dreams You'll want to explore your inner darkness, like your dark Lilith. Okay. It's asking you to do that. Bats are making you get rid of your fears, like conquer your fears and releasing it. Like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I like that. I do, too. And it kind of makes sense with the bat, like, flying around in the house, too, (laughs) Matt, because we've had to do spells to protect him and, like... Well, he wasn't too afraid after that, was he? Or was he still afraid of bats flying in his beard? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I'll have to ask him. Uh, bats are associated with the devil, darkness, sexual lust of the devil. Oh, my. Yeah. Was, bats are mentioned three times in the Bible, and they call them unclean birds, an abomination, or a deformed bird. And Interesting. You're not, you're not supposed to eat them. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they carry lots of viruses. Don't eat a bat. Don't bite his head off like Ozzy. Weird. <laughs> Bats on Halloween. Um, they're often seen around bonfires, flying like they're dancing and feasting on all the little buggies in the sky, especially on Samhain. Samhain. <laughs> but specifically on Samhain, while the witches are dancing around their fire. So that's why they're associated with Halloween. Sure. They're dark and scary and found in dreary, desolate places. They're depicted as blood-sucking, which some of them are, not most of them aren't, but there are particular kinds of bats that are blood-sucking. We don't have any of those up here, thank fuck. Yeah, no thank you. (laughs) Dreaming of them may mean vision issues. Bats flying, you haven't gotten rid of your fears. If you're dreaming of blood-sucking bats, it's usually not vampires or bats specifically it's like energy vampires in your life that you need to protect yourself against that makes sense they're the only mammals that can fly that is cool isn't it i keep feeling like there's other animals other mammals that can fly but i can't think of any no they're not birds 
If you encounter a bat, like in waking life, let your fears die. Moving forward in your own evolution, learning, growing, expanding your mind, circling bats three times. If a bat circles your house three times, it can mean death. Unless it's flapping playfully, then it means good weather. Oh, I'll take the good weather. Right? Thanks, weather bat. Bats were sacred to Pluto's wife. And Pluto is the the god of the underworld. They were sacred to his wife. Aww. Consciousness and inner awareness, they can symbolize power and support. Bat magic. They. This was mainly in, like, England and Germany. But also, it's been noted in some places in North Carolina. What the fuck? Where they would nail live bats head down above doors to protect livestock. Ew, there's so many other things that you can do. I know, but live bats. Yeah, that's just weird. It said that you can prevent sleep by putting a figure of a bat under your pillow. If you don't want to go to sleep. For some reason, I don't know. I'm hmm. sleeping. I know. Probably Me too. Do that. <laughs> Maybe you're mad at your husband. Can't no sleep. sleep. <laughs> you want to torture somebody? No sleeping. They. It's said that bat hearts and bones are carried for luck or to induce desire. And if you have a bat heart, you're supposed to wrap it in a little piece of silk. And it's also really lucky if you take it to the casino with you. Weird. Yeah. I'll probably opt for the badger claw on that front. People used to swab the inside of their a barrel of their gun with bat's blood. And it's supposed to ensure that you hit your target every time you shoot. Huh. <clears throat> Bats were used to prevent baldness. No. Oh. This was also just, in North how Carolina. Do you, how do you use it? Do you just rub one on your noggin? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should try it. Let us know. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't have rabies if you're going to do that. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Mm, weird. <laughs> so... Bats to prevent baldness. Gather round, my hairless-headed friends. <laughs> in England and North Carolina, they would crush bat wings and put it in, mix it in with coconut oil, and wash their noggin with it. What did the bat say to the vampire? Who cannot have my blood? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Um, why did the witches lose the baseball game? Why? Because all the bats flew away. Hmm. Ha ha ha. Oh, cute. The deer story. So this encounter, I, uh... I was up really early in the morning and very disheveled. My mom called me and I was on the phone with my mom and I was bringing Maggie outside. This was before I had Captain. 
and I fed Maggie. I let her out, talking to my mom on the phone. All of a sudden, Maggie, the naughty fucking dog that she is, there was a doe in the yard, and she took off after the doe into the woods, just fast as hell, and I was running down into the part behind the garage there and i'm running after her. i'm like maggie maggie like you're fucking naughty get back here i'm like well i'm like mad i'm telling my mom i'm like oh well maggie's fucking gone and then all of a sudden i hear this crashing and i was like wait and here comes maggie sprinting back out of the woods and i was like well that's weird and then all and then not far behind her is this buck this oh, huge no. buck chasing Maggie out of the woods and Maggie run yeah no that's the thing she did run and she's really fucking fast so you know who the buck started chasing instead me I ran my fucking ass all the way back up to the house and I'm just like well I got my morning workout in like it gave up chase after I got by the garage but that fucking thing chased me because Maggie was like rocket gone i'm like you bitch you fucking bitch you don't protect nothing <laughs> you lure him to me yeah and you ran like an asshole and left me in the dust you bitch oh so mad oh so i'm not real impressed with deer but their symbolism says like completely opposite of what i think of them because they're mean um. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, don't you, it was mating season. He was uh, like, don't you be chasing my doe. So, the message supposedly, I don't know if I buy it, but the message from Deer is, don't be so hard on yourself. Isn't that sweet? Smack your inner self-critic, shut it up, and give yourself some grace and understanding. Be yourself. Recognize your good qualities. The deer wants you to know that you cannot change others, but you can nudge them in the right direction with love and understanding. Plant a seed. Plant the seed. Yes, exactly. So those with a deer spirit tend to be the kind of lead by example people. They can read between the lines and intuitively sense those words left unsaid. They're just, they're very keen observers. They're very kind, open hearted have a gentle approach which allows them to touch the hearts and minds of the wounded. They see the innocence and freshness of life and are easily lured to new adventures. Deer spirit is compassionate and noble. They're generally at peace with themselves and make others feel safe. So this is why they tend to form deep friendships with others and it's why they're kind of like the safe space for wounded people. You can call on deer energy when you feel lost, unheard, or wounded. When you could use some fresh perspective, compassion, or if you're having troubles being compassionate to someone else. And when you need to let go of harsh judgments about yourself as well. So dreaming about a deer can mean vulnerability, naivety, naivety. Naivety? Naivety. 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 <laughs> could be warning you that someone may be trying to take advantage of you. If you dream of a buck, it can mean to be alert. If you dream of bucks fighting, that can mean male aggression or trying to dominate or take control. Testosterone. Mm-hmm. But they can also represent, depending on the context of the dream, too. You know, you have to take that into consideration. 
Um, They can represent empathy and compassion. And it is said from the dear spirit that sensitive people are gentle doorways to the next world. Oh. Yeah. I like deer. I don't like being chased by them. <laughs> I've never been chased by a deer. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I lure them to me. They follow me. They are cute. I do generally like deer. Um, they can also represent a new beginning or journey. So keywords for deer spirit symbolism thing is gentle, nobile, alert, peaceful, open-hearted. Innocence and purity. I did see a video on TikTok this morning of this deer who had another deer's skull, like with still some rotting flesh, mm-hmm. and their horns were connected, and he was just carrying him around. Yeah, after they got in a fight. Fucking brutal. What did you do? Rip his head off? Like, yeah. break its neck, and then it just rotted until you could get away? Bucks are fucking mean, dude. They will get you. Like, don't. Don't. Don't do it. I felt bad for him. I'd want to pull it off. I know, but they will try and get, they'll rip your head off. (laughs) Did you know deer have special ways of communicating through visual, vocal, and chemical means? They're very social. So fawns do not have a detectable smell, which protects them from predators. And when you go hunting, you put the female does juices on your boots to lure in the little boys. Juicy boots to lure in the little boys. <laughs> come, come. The big bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. Did you know, I'm just going to mention this because it was super interesting, foxes use the Earth's magnetic field to hunt. They use it to judge the distance and direction of prey and to successfully pounce on them. And this is why they're so good at catching small animals in high grass and deep snow. Oh, they don't have to see them. Long and hard. Miss Clean. Long and hard. To lure in the little boys. Long and hard. Juicy boots. Who's Wyatt? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even. Oh, since we have that going on anyway. Oh, two of them came off. I'm actually going to tell you a badger fact and plug it back in there. Because I forgot I was going to tell you this. I don't know where the other one went. This was my favorite. (laughs) It just popped away. And I found it. Um, 
They wouldn't be able to sell these to places. <laughs> they would get sued. Yeah. So bats, like, they forecast. And what was that? <laughs> was, was my it a, stomach. Oh, it was your stomach. I thought it was a cow outside. I was like... <laughs> I was like, did one wander into your yard? 